Marcus. Yes. Do you like movies? Yes, I do. Do you, do you like Evian water? Yes. What would you do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Zebras in America, a film a film podcast uh, brought to you by Peanut Butter. And, yo, what was that? Those Hue 2 Paleo bars that we were just eating? Yeah. Those are really, really good. good. Yeah, if you ever happen to... I can't... I, if you're in... I'm not going to say now because I forgot the name of the store. But there's a great natural health food store in Huntington that has all the best sugar-free or super low-sugar treats from, like, gummies to Hue Kitchen candy bars and, well, chocolate bars, rather. I hate, to, I hate to break it to you, old man, but almost every metropolitan city has health food stores that have nice sugar-free... Are these homemade? Uh, these no, are... but as someone who's always seeking them out, I gotta say, it, it's got the, it's got a little bit of one-upsmanship. I don't know. I gotta, on, take, on I, gotta, I gotta take you to the food co-op near my house. Oh, please do. Get you some nice, nice unreal, maybe some smart sweets. That are sugar-free? Yeah. Get no, they're actually called smart sweets. They're, they got these... They, got, they make uh, fake... Swedish fish, fake gummy bears, fake. Um... Oh, that's the brand. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh, I, didn't, I don't know about this. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. I, when I was keto, I ate those a lot, and now that I've switched over to paleo, yeah. I still eat them from time to time. But there's a lot more options in paleo than there is in nice. keto. So Hue Two makes a couple chocolate yeah. bars. They make this one that's like vanilla bean orange. That I really I think the 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 marriage between orange and chocolate. Is really special. I'm against it, but you, uh, I'm, you I'm just, fine. You with said you. it tasted good. Hmm? You said it was that good. was coconut with orange. Oh, never mind. I guess I like it. Never mind. Yeah, that, that, I didn't that hear was, that one part. That was vanilla bean orange chocolate, dude. Oh, never mind. This is mad good. I, I want to get more of those. If I had money to burn, I would eat at Hugh Kitchen every day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. There's a. They have a store. It's a rest. Yeah, it's like a food place. Where? By Union Square. I've never been there. Yeah. You're saying those chocolates come from a store? Yeah, well, you get, they have them at the checkout point. But no, this is like a... Not buffet style, but like the, the menu changes every week. It's like you have your choice of like... The baked chicken is really good. The meatloaf or something else. And Dude, then they have the broccoli, I, the cauliflower. I've, it's, I've it's, never it's directly, been there. It's directly across the street from the new school. Dude, I'm going to check that out. Oh, it's delicious. It's, oh, it's, it's the best. paleo. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That's why it's just very, very expensive. Yeah, but it's I mean, worth it. it it's oh, really see, good. I just I didn't know all that. I no, just, yeah, it's a place. Just, sit down, you can sit down and eat everything. I just really like their paleo vegan bars. They got paleo vegan food. Yo, I got paleo vegan bars. <laughs> Yo, people are very mad at Peta, but who cares? Because by the time this episode comes out, that was two that's weeks true. ago. I was kind of mad at Peta too. Like. Yeah, okay, I get it. You y'all like no no shit you guys thought didn't like what Steve Irwin did. Yeah. Cuz y'all don't like anything with animals. Yeah. Probably probably don't like the movie Isle of Dogs because there's dogs in it. Probably something problematic there. And the thing is like if you look at anything with a fine-tooth comb, you'll find stuff that's problematic. Agreed. But the thing is like Peter like, yeah, whatever. Like obviously we shouldn't torture animals. But what about like I don't get I don't get people that are that are also like that are like fuck humans. I don't either. Like I'm all I'm like I love dogs. They're of wonderful. Of course. 
I have like four Instagram accounts I follow that are just videos of dogs. Right. There's this video of a dog eating watermelon. I'm like, that's me. I love it. Nice. But I'm always going to pick the life of a human over the life of an animal. Yeah. And it also gets a little tough, too, because just me sitting here right now is the product of, you know, like, you know, organ transplants were tested on, you know, animals. Like insulin. That was tested on animals. I mean, it's terrible and it sucks, but at the same time, like, I want to live. So, you know, thanks. Yeah, it's when it's abuse and like the perfume, all the perfume shit. Like some, like that's the fuck that. But you know, sometimes you got. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, humans first, basically. Oh, Ja Rule. Oh, what did Ja Rule do? So, so here's here's the thing. Yeah, let's let let's play this. Just listen to the crowd. I like the record. transition you were just scrolling social media and we have to talk about mr rule we we are we're definitely going to talk about mr rule we weren't going to talk about him yet but i guess we will yeah we're going to change we're going to change the sequence yeah we're going to change we're going to change the sequence of the show um because you had me watch a bunch of documentaries bro yeah your favorite thing yeah you you jerk. You had me watch the Fire Festival speaking documentary. <laughs> and speaking of jerk abducted in plain sight. Oh, my first comment watching that movie, what the fuck? I, I'm calling Child Protective Services today. So I don't you, care. So you had me watch Fire Festival, the, the Netflix one. Right. I haven't seen the Hulu one. Okay. I don't know that I'm going to watch the Hulu one. I don't know that I need to watch two documentaries about the Fire Festival. What's messed up? Because it's like the Hula one, he's in it. Billy is in it. Oh. And he was part of it. So it's that like, it's slightly sympathetic. Like, he's in it. Like, that's all you need to know. He he was willing to be interviewed and he was in this one. So, like, that's kind of all you need to know. But it's it's nowhere near as good as the Netflix one. What's wrong with rich people? I don't know. Also, what did Fuck Jerry have to do with this movie? Who? Fuck Jerry. It's an Instagram account. Um, that's like sort of like you've never heard of Fuck Jerry? No. It's like the most popular Instagram account right now. There's there's a backlash called Fuck Fuck Jerry. Cause, oh. Because his brand much like the fat Jew from Team Facelift mm-hmm. is taking other people's material and posting it and making money off of it. Oh man. He's using that. But apparently okay. he was involved in the Fire Festival which was this brainchild of that dude Billy. Yeah. Was and like, Ja Rule. Don't ja, leave out Ja Rule. Ja Rule. It's, it's hard to understand how much Ja Rule was involved in this. But he certainly was having a good time in that movie. He was. For some reason, talking like an Italian mob boss. Which is like, we want to see the fucking pigs, we'll go see the pigs. Like, why was he talking like that? He doesn't talk like that. He's probably having a great time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So like in movies like a it's like a con. It's a film about a a a, a long a con, con, a yeah. big con, you know. Um like you know, I like film I like great films about cons. Sure. There's that 
there's that great David Mamet movie we like. Um, yeah. What was that movie called? Oh, shit. From Black and White from the 80s. Black and White? Oh, yeah, I was thinking of something else. What were you thinking the of? The Joe Montana, yeah, J.T. Walsh. Yeah, no, that shit, that's not Black, Black and White. White. What's that movie called? I'm House of Games. House, House of, of Games. Games. Yeah. That's a great Jesus. long con. Yeah. Um, rest in peace, Ricky J. Yeah. Rest, uh, I don't want to... Rest in peace, Brody Stevens. Um... He, for those listening, you know, the comedian Brody Stevens passed away a couple of days ago. And that's very, very sad because he was a big proponent of mental health. He was very open about it on his podcast, about his depression, the medications he took. Yeah. Um, he was a really, really funny, st- super unique. He had a unique sense of humor and, and, and a sense of stand-up. And it's very just like eerie and sad to know, you know, that he took his life and, you know, he talked about all that kind of stuff so but rest in peace but anyway, I mean but, unfortunately yeah. <laughs> like that for many people with mental health problems is always on the table yeah and I think the problem with a lot of our mental health is in America if you tell someone you're suicidal like everyone gets nervous mm. like mm. like mm. you're never supposed to tell anyone you're feeling that way yeah because so it kind of it kind of sucks because plenty of people are feeling that way. Mm-hmm. So how do we help people? Sure. I was at a mental health conference recently, and it was like, um, you know, if you're in a room with a door, you at least know you can leave. You can walk out. You can walk out of the door. Mm-hmm. Where if you're in a room with no doors, you're gonna take a sledgehammer. Yeah. So. It, you know, I'm really saddened that that he that he lost the struggle. Yeah. <clears throat> because you know, uh, I've 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 lost friends and family from from that, and sure, you know, it's uh, you know, my ex girlfriend passed away from that. Yeah. Uh, you know, six years ago, <clears throat> and it's it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Yeah. I um. Yeah, I definitely, I mean, I assume they won't be taken down, but if you go back, if you haven't listened to it, his uh, Brody Stevens Festival of Friendship is a really, really good podcast. It got me through some tough times, and it's just such a, it's a mixed bag of everything. Like, he'll be super silly, then he'll get serious, and then, like, his next door, Mark, his Russian neighbor, would bang on the wall because he was talking too loud. Like, it, it was just, like, a really unique uh, podcast, and it was, it, was, it was really good, but... um. But back to this, uh, back to the fiery uh, festival, as Joe Budden continues to call it on his podcast. Um, I yeah, it's just like it seemed like it was, you know, it was hard to tell what was going on. So that's they true. were they were trying to create a festival for rich people. Yeah. Oh, another my favorite con movie is Effort Fake. Of course. This was Classic. no. This was not effort fake, but it was good. Yeah, no. They they were trying to create a uh, a rich person experience. They rented uh, an island, but the island, But when they when they and they had all these models. Yeah. Come and Ja Rule and a pig. Pigs and plural. A pri- pigs, pigs in a private private plane. Um, sell this festival. But then they lost the island, yeah. Because because they were told not to say that it used to be Pablo Escobar's island, yeah. But they did right away. They did right away, and then they were saying like all these famous people were performing, 
but they but it never happened. Yeah. And then they moved to an island and they just could not meet the demands that they were creating. They gave people cheese sandwiches. Yeah, it turned it turned into it turned into a cluster fudge yeah. of a mess. Very much so. But it was they they never were prepared to 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 handle it. Yeah, like I really <clears throat> Just like you're saying, like, just what was the end game? Like, what was this guy's end game? Like, what... He definitely got, uh, you know, like, um... Like some people. Um... Like, like, a, a Mr. Jesse, um... Dude. Is another one. It's like, what, what... How, where did you think this was gonna go? Did Jesse Smollett ever think that in the world we live in today, you could get away with that? And that's the only thing... Look, he's he's totally guilty. He totally set this whole thing up. But the one thing I keep hanging on to is there's so many dumb things that happen where it's just like a dumb 10-year-old wouldn't make the mistakes that were made. So it's like, so there's... I, I just... I'm waiting for this like... Like, you know, usually when I have an opinion on something, I'll say it on social media. This is the one thing where like, my mind's made up, but I'm just waiting for this one Hail Mary of just like, you couldn't have been that stupid. Given yeah. all the details, all the facts, it's like, why did what? Here's the thing: I feel bad for him. Mm, I, I I don't. Uh, but I'm also like. Yeah. I'm also waiting to understand more before making like too much of a comment about it. But, but I'm just saying, if this if this is what happened, which it certainly right now seems like it did. Yes. It's like. What what were you thinking? And the bigger thing of, in terms of what you think, the bigger thing is, not to go off on too much of a rant, but putting Jesse aside, the same people who wanted, who were only screaming for justice for Jesse, and I understand that. It's, it's great that we do live in a society where people are believed. This is also the danger behind it, but we're like, when, 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 when people are believed, everyone wanted justice. Nobody questioned the number of, like, you know, how much of a police force was put on the tap. Like, they, they just wanted justice. And as soon as it, you know, as soon as this thing started crumbling on Jesse's side, the same people were just like, well, you know, you have so many cops on this. What about, you know, Chicago's a violent place. Why don't you, you know, I, I, it's just, it's bringing out the hypocritical side to people who I essentially are on the same team with. I guess, te- technically... The political left, you know, and they're just they more than anyone are looking stupid because we already know dumb right conservatives are gonna hold this over everyone's head for like we 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 know this. It's time for us to us us to us to you know to 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 be better and be like, yo, this guy messed up. Don't just be like, well, you know, what about all the white people that call the cops on people, black people, and it's just like, again, these white people who called the police on like little girls selling water. They're surely pieces of shit, but you can't compare the two things. Like, set, like, playing off of, like, homophobia and racism in this Trump. Like, you you just can't do that. This is the ultimate, this is what MAGA folks wanted, and you just fed, and this guy just kind of fed right into that. So, and that's what's pissing me off. I mean, yeah, and also, like, even when it first came out, I was like, I don't know. Just, again, like, look, they're a chain and they're around, but it's like, you want a Subway sandwich at two in the morning? I, I'm not from Chicago. I know Chicago well. Chicago has some of the best food in the world. 
and it's like you wanted right, a Subway right. like, sandwich. Why, like, like their their sandwich game might be better than New York sandwich game. Yeah, and they we got, already know about those, the sausage. They got the beef, those hot dogs. Pizza. They got those oh, beef sandwiches. They got those like. Like they're they're a culinary hotbed. Yeah. So it does confuse me. Yeah. That you'd go for Subway. Yes. But hey, you know. That's besides the point. It is. Let's talk about another scam. I'm, Let's go back to what we were. So like, like these these guys were running this festival, that just increasingly got worse and worse. Yeah. And no one was doing anything to 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 curtail it. Yeah. And there was this there was this older gentleman who was helping them. Yes. Who kept on saying, "This isn't working." Yeah. Like it seems like there were. A lot of people that were like. This is not going to happen. Yeah. And no one was listening, or they would fire people. That, would, that no, that's what they would do. Like anytime someone's like, "This can't be done. It can't be done." All right, you're fired. Which is like yeah, like like the pilot dude was like, "Yo, if we want to, if you want to handle this infrastructure, we need cruise ships." Yeah, that's the way because we can't create enough bungalows. Yeah, what you're doing. Yeah. And they were like, "No, bye." Yeah. Because actually, that sounds kind of fun. You're like. I mean, I'll, ne- I'll never be rich enough to go to go to a fire festival. Right. But just like, and it was a real, it was a real mess. It was. And no one, no one showed up. No, I mean, like none of the famous people came. Yeah, I was gonna say people showed up, <laughs> um, not the. People were like. And they were booked, right? Because they were part. Like they kept pulling out one by one. So I guess at some point, artists were booked. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because it was like Blink-182 pulled out first, then Kanye, I believe, or something like that. And then that just, you know. Although Ja Rule was there. Ja Rule could have just put on the show. With his excellent discography. Live on for my baby. Side note, Ja Rule is really, he's really fun to follow on Twitter, especially. Because he tweets a lot how he's one of the top five greatest rappers alive. Um. How slept on he is, how he doesn't get in. He, he he's just he's very delusional. Being delusional on, is on awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I I observing. I don't think being observing delusional people is sometimes fun. And in the case of Ja Rule, it's it's the best. But yeah, like the fire festival was a huge mess, and what's what is what what is making the rounds of of fame or infamy? Sure. Is this one scene where where this gentleman? Who was like he's like a mentor? A mentor yeah. yeah, was was willing to um, perform fellatio on a captain for a bunch of water. Yeah, and at first, apparently, he was really upset about that scene being editing up in the editing, like showing up in yeah. the movie. Yeah. But apparently, he's been because he's a clearly a smart dude, mm-hmm. and everyone like he's. Portrayed as a hero, and yeah, yeah, like yeah. like no, he's a good dude. He's a he's a loyal. He's a great person. He comes off he comes off as a great dude in the movie. Yeah, and now he's getting work, and people love him. People yeah. are because like definition of a team player. Yeah, take one for the team, as they put it in in the movie. Yeah, yeah, and also like when he's just saying it and describing it, like he's using so many entendres. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. That scene that uh, I would say everyone's talking about, the lead up to it was 
when he was asked to perform this task, he starts talking about it. He was making it sound like, oh, I'm offended that you would ask me. Like, he was like, so I just hung up the phone. I went home and I took a shower because I thought like that whole feeling, oh, I feel dirty that someone would ask me to do this. And then he just keeps on going. He's like, and I was prepared to, you know, suck this guy's dick. And it's like, oh, I, that took me for a loop. I was like, I thought you were upset. Like, you wanted to go home he was and upset. wash the... No, but like, to wash away the, 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 the filth of no, being No, he asked. wanted to be clean while doing this act. He wanted to get clean before he got dirty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, some people like to get dirty and then get clean. Sure. He liked to get clean before he got dirty. Sure. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, you know, he was, that's, 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 uh, dedication. I mean, dedication. Oh my God. To, yeah. uh, this is the episode. It's just his face. He looks so pissed. This is the episode. <laughs> this is the episode where we get canceled. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's making this face like. Oh golly, Billy. He says that a lot. Oh, oh golly, oh, golly. Billy. Oh geez. Kissing, kissing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it just seemed like he was, he was scheming everybody. Yes. And he was using this, and apparently everybody, like anyone that had credit cards got billed like $150,000 on their private credit cards. Yeah. He just scammed a lot of people. Yeah, he did. And, um... You know what, though? Going back... So, I almost... I almost want you to watch the Hulu one whenever you have time. Don't rush to do it. Just to see this guy, like... the Well, I guess you saw it in the movie in the Netflix one, but just anytime he opens his mouth, his mannerisms, it's like, you can't be trusted. Like, I just don't trust anything about you. And it comes off... Even more so on, on, on the Hulu one. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like the real fire Festival happened when there were pigs and shit. That looked fun. Yeah, before that's, when they were just there hanging out. That's what yeah. I imagine rich people do. Yeah. <clears throat> now it's funny because now it's like, you almost got to be rich to do Coachella. I feel like I went, this was like over a decade ago. No, I went to the last like affordable combined with good acts you know Coachella now it's like multiple times a year am I right really I don't know yeah no it is I don't do it's it's a few times a year the ticket ticket prices are jacked up like I don't do music festivals um I think the last music festival I went to um was like a weird music festival Edom was there I got free tickets it was dope I if it was all tomorrow's parties in Manhattan I like all tomorrow's parties that I've all. I mean, it doesn't exist anymore. I almost oh, done. Yeah, I almost. They, they had an upstate New York one that with Jim Jarmusch that, curated, that curated with Raekwon. Yeah, my. Um, I was gonna go to that. My boy, my boy actually drove Ricky Powell there because no Ricky Powell did a. I mean, Ricky Powell. He he, he's very liberal with his use of, the the sort of, like, one of the N words. Really? The one that ends with an O. I don't even... Like the league? The league? Like N-word league? Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that took me for a... Okay. I don't know if I can say that word. It's a Negro. Yeah, that one. <laughs> okay. He uses That's that weird. word. He uses that word 
conversationally a lot to anybody. And mm. and the female version of that word too. Negress? Yeah. Alright. He's a, but you have have you ever seen him do one of his slideshows? No. It's incredible. Because wow. he's such a he's such a classic New Yorker. Right. And he yeah. has flicks of all these amazing people. Yeah. Of, and of Jim course. Jarmish loves him. So when Jim Jarmusch rented out Kutcher's, which was an old Jewish, like, uh, hotel for people to go to on the weekends mm-hmm. to do All Tomorrow's Parties, I was excited. All Tomorrow's Parties did it really cool because it was curated by cool artists. Yeah, who had good taste. Yeah. Like, Portis had curated one, and it was, like, uh, Public Enemy, MF Doom, Company Flow. And I then, love like, Company Flow. I, 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 I love Company Flow. I don't want to be I love Company guys. Flow. Have you seen All Tomorrow's Parties documentary? No. You would love it. And I don't really like documentaries. It's not like people... It's literally just concert footage edited together chaotically. And, and it just... You go from one minute, it's Sonic Youth, then Jizza, then Portishead, then the Gossip, then Battles. It, 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 there's no like, well, the you know... Ultimate part. It's just like a non. It's like you're. It's like a nonstop. Did you like? Really did you cool. like nine songs? What was that? That sounds familiar. That's that's, that's a movie where it's like this couple. They have real sex in between nine concerts. Oh, I don't know what that is. No one. You know who that is. You. I feel like movie. I've seen the movie cover. I've, I've definitely seen the movie cover, but no, I've, I haven't seen it. I know what you're talking about. Are you sure? I, and I'm sure I haven't seen it, but I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. Um, by Michael Winterbottom. Yeah, that that's why. Because I'm, I'm for the most part, I'm a Michael Winterbottom fan. But yeah. Hey, twenty four hour party people. On a really long list of movies, it is one of my favorite movies. So. Right. And yeah. Tristram Shandy is a good is a good one too. Nine Nine songs is okay. Because mm-hmm. like, it's mostly, I maybe if I liked the bands that they went to see more is. It's, it's, yeah. it's not like my, my, my genre. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't really go to music festivals. I went to Ozfest once. Oh, shit. Really? Fun fact I'm. Yes, yeah. Uh, there, you remember Sam Goodies? Yeah, of course. You ever buy CDs of Sam Goodies? Yo, where's my hoodie? Yeah. Um, many years ago, there was at, there was a, I was at a Sam Goodies, and they were like, if you buy a CD today, you get a free ticket to Ozfest. Damn. Okay. And so I bought this. I bought a CD, and then I was like, "Can I get a refund?" <laughs> and Let's I got a refund. And um, you had to buy like a CD of a band that was at Ozfest. Oh, so it was like. So I bought Sublime the CD. No, I like people? Sublime. Oh, sorry. Whatever. I'm not embarrassed. Sorry. Also, Sublime. What? Sublime was over in like 1999. They were? Oh. Yeah. I was just thinking of in that realm, like No Doubt or no, something. No, Ozfest is, is new metal. Oh. Oh, then I'm totally out. Yeah, you're, you're, you're thinking like Vans Warped Tour. That's literally what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, not the Vans Warped oh, Tour. Oh, so this was like what, like Metallica and stuff? No, it's like, so like the the main, it was Slipknot. like Black Sabbath, Slipknot. I'm out. I'm already out. Hate Breed. I'm, ar- I'm already out. Lincoln I'm Park. I'm uh, so. I'm, Rest in peace, Chester Bennington, but otherwise... I'm so, not, I'm so not. my friends were into new metals. So they were like, yo, buy a CD and then get a refund and then buy a CD you actually want. Yeah. So there was... A, so I bought this DJ... I bought this the, the, the DJ Shadow album that I nice. needed. And, but I got a free ticket and I'm... I'm uh, 
I'm actually in a Linkin Park DVD for 30 seconds. Are you? Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, wow. Because when I was there, mm -hmm. this dude was like, hey, can I ask you questions for Linkin Park DVD? And I was like, all right. Mm -hmm. and, and the guy kept on asking me really boring questions. He was like, your answers are one note. And I was like, give me interesting questions. I'll give you interesting answers. Right. And it shows me saying that like three times. Oh, wow. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell anyone how to find that, but it's there. Okay. And every once in a while, in the early aughts, I get a call from someone like, "I was watching Lincoln Park DVD, and you were in there." Yeah. Damn. Remember music DVDs? I bought an Incubus DVD once. Pardon me while I burst. Yeah. How how is it okay to like Incubus, but Sublime is somehow? I'm not. They have a legit. It's I. I have nothing against Sublime, and also I know the guy passed away too. Um, the it's like they're fan. I'm sorry. Maybe Sublime was not the right choice, but look, I understand. Like, like I DJed for a rock band when I was in college, so I know that whole world of like that. Stuff. No, yeah, but that's like you know, that's the fans, not the music. I know, I know. They have I some know. good music. Like, I really just do like Sublime. I do, you know. But I do understand, like... I meant to say 311. I did not mean to say Sublime. Oh, 311. I meant to say 311. 311 was an inside job. <laughs> Investigate 311. 311's kind of great, too. Oh. This, I don't know. Like, I sort of just, like, I'm embarrassed sorry, about I'm this. sorry, Sublime. I, 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 I got you confused. I meant to say 311. My bad. Yeah, they were, like, from Long Beach. They were, like, they were like hood white dudes that, like, skateboarding and surfing. Yeah. And, like, had music that was, like, that really bared their soul. Yeah. Um... And 311 have become a punchline for Eric Andre. Yeah. Oh, we got some fan mail. Oh, word. Uh, Melissa Silvestri. Oh, hello. What up, Melissa? Can I call you Mel Mel? Mel Mel, Mel Mel Silverstyle? What up, Mel Mel Silverstyle? Silver Spice. No, no, no. No, oh, okay. You said Mel. I thought of like Mel, one of the Spice Girls. No, nah, Mel Mel Silverstyle. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's not up to me. Sure. It's not up to you. That's a Bjork song. Mm -hmm. Off of Vespertine. Possibly her best album. A lot of that album's like... Yeah. Like, you could just, like... you If you made that album just like you isolated everything except for the blips and bloops, mm -hmm. you'd have an ASMR. <laughs> Bjork should make an ASMR. She'd make a billion yeah, of dollars. Of course she would. If she she would just waiting she was for like, that. If she's like, Hi, my yeah. name is Bjork. Yeah. Welcome to my ASMR page. What I'm doing right now is I'm playing with little oils and fibers, making the noises. Anyways, hi Marcus and Scott. I enjoyed hearing your return to Zebras in America, though I am sorry for the loss of Marcus's mother. We are too. Yeah, thank Rest you. in peace, Paula. I wish you all the best, and it sounds like she was a great woman. She was. I did see Wait Until Dark many years ago and really liked it a lot. I thought it was a solid thriller and that Audrey Hepburn was great in breaking out of her ingenue typecasting and playing more of a mature woman character. I think Panic Room likely took some influence from Wait Until Dark with a female lead and male home invaders. Yeah, like, you gotta check out Wait Until Dark. It's fun. I will. I haven't been watching movies as much lately, but here are some recent movies I've seen. Glass. I thought it was okay. I liked James McAvoy's performance, but felt like the film was a little choppy and messy. Fair. Mm. The Mule. I wasn't into this. 
mostly finding it boring, but saw it with my family over Christmas. The Favorite. You know, I haven't seen The Favorite yet. Oh, damn. It's good. It's yeah, but it's like, I, I, you know, I'm, try, I'm not going to the theaters that much. I feel like at this point, given its release, you could stream it now. You should maybe watch it after we're done recording. Okay. A lot of fun, and I really liked its dark humor and examination of power between three women on the Queen's Court. Yeah. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, a lot of fun. Love the comic book animation, sharp colors, and greatly enjoyed it overall. Donnybrook, indie movie with Jamie Bell and Frank Grillo. What? Please keep reading. About rural criminals and war veterans among the meth drug world. It felt pointless, and I couldn't care much about the characters. Uh... And there's a Royal Rumble at the... You left out the most important part. There's literally a Royal Rumble <laughs> in a steel cage. What? It's, okay. So I got a... Uh, I'm holding back so much. Cause, so me and my friend Pink Smoke saw this movie together. This is one of the movies we saw together at TIFF last year. It's a movie called Donnie Brook. And they say the word Donnie Brook in the movie so much that we just couldn't stop laughing. Like I'm talking like first 30 minutes in. We gotta go to the Donnybrook. What's at the Donnybrook? Well, the Donnybrook. And so anyway, and it's also, let me, let me just give a good, it's it edited by Scott Cummings, who's uh, Eliza Hitman's husband. I did a good job. But yeah, I don't wanna give too whole, much away, but it all culminates in there's literally a Royal Rumble fight in a steel cage between Jamie Bell and Frank Grillo. And he puts, and Jamie Bell puts Frank Grillo in um, the camel clutch. Oh shit. It's, yeah, the the, the synopsis yeah. is two men prepare to compete in a legendary bare knuckle fight where the winner gets a hundred thousand dollar prize. But it's like twenty guys indicate it's not just two people. They have this like fights and like the last two men standing go out, take a rest and come back. In the Donnybrook? That in the Donnybrook is it's like yeah. Hey, you know what we have here? That my favorite line from that movie is you know what we have here right now? A real Donnybrook. Honestly, I'd be surprised that God, it's just taking me back to last year because I saw uh, I two back to back. I feel like I saw Hold the Dark, and then I saw Donnie Brook like like two days in a row. Stop so that! I was just like, Stop it! <laughs> and the you, actor. Well, also people don't realize that 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 line mm-hmm. is actually stop it. Hold the dark. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 there's a guy in that movie though. Who's, who plays a police sheriff in both movies. The same actor is, a, is, is like a sheriff in Hold the Dark and Donnybrook and makes similar dumb decisions. It's actually the same character. It's a shared universe. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's the Hold the Brook universe. Hold the Brook. Um, yeah, uh, so, uh, Melissa continues. Uh, Mel Mel Silver, Silver Style. And Love Gilda, documentary on Gilda Radner, which was nice. And she seemed like uh, a great yeah. person with a bright and silly personality. Yeah. Thanks again for returning. I missed the show, but I understand that life happens and important things take priority. I look forward to hearing more of your thoughts on future episodes. Well, our thoughts on future episodes that we hope to have more future episodes. Yeah. Scott, I need you to see the Donnie Brook. You Dude. To, I, need, I need you to see this movie. Let me, let me, I completely forgot about it. Let me hold ten bucks. I'll let you hold the dark. Stop it! <laughs> Speaking of hold the dark, or holding other things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man, I needed that release. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! Oh my god.
Yeah, I'm calling Child Protective Services on two old people as soon as we're done recording this episode. Alright, so you had me watch this movie, Abducted in Plain Sight. Yeah. About this family, talk about Long Con. Yeah. Uh, okay. Do you know what's fucked up? This is all set. Like, let me just say first of all, someone was abused. Like, I, I like we gotta get that out of the way because we're not the we're not. Look, we're we're right now. We represent the tone. Everyone is laughing about this. It's not just us, but we are aware. We're mature enough to recognize that again. This is about abuse. And it was terrible. So this has nothing to do with with this young woman who was abused. Yeah, However, well, actually, young women. Young women. So you're right. You're right. They, yeah. Uh, let so let's let's set the stage. There's this there's this family in a small town that were manipulated and taken advantage of by this abusive man. Yes. This abusive man abducted one of their daughters twice, and no, once. No, the second listen, time she was sent. Sort of. No, 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 no. He abducted her two times. She, the first time he totally abducted her, then there in the middle of that she she was sent by the family to him, and then the third time she disappeared. Oh, you're right. You're right. My, my, it was hard to keep under up. under sorry. his machinations. You're right. And with her, he gaslit her into thinking that they were saving the world from aliens. Yeah. And but he also had sex with her sister. Yeah. Her mother. Yeah. And received some things happened some with things the father. from the father. Yeah. And like he never really came to justice from there. No. He he ended up killing himself. Yeah. And the movie's just like was just like made me feel really bad for like naive people who think the the best of people. Sure. I you, you 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 put it in a way where it's like damn I can't even argue with that I just think it's still just like protect your kids yeah protect like, your like, kids I don't understand granted like I'm not saying like I don't know because God like none of this has ever happened to me yeah yeah but like you know that Samuel Jackson Matthew McConaughey movie where Samuel Jackson um time to kill i think it's called oh yeah right where where like these these racist men yeah uh almost they 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 rape and almost murder his daughter yeah and he shoots them yeah how many people watch that movie is like and it's like i don't see the problem no exactly now granted i'm not trying to say like vigilante justice or whatever right but like how did this man not kill this man no i, I know there's certain people that are alive that makes no sense. I mean, he's not alive. He killed himself. Yeah. But, like, like, how has no one seen George Zimmerman in public and been like, well, you got to go? No, exactly. And it's like one guy did try and he missed. There was that one guy who did try. Like, I'm annoyed that he missed. But shot, a guy did fire a shot at George Zimmerman and ended up going to jail. But No, we can't say that we want George Zimmerman hurt because then it's like libel or something. Oh, I'm saying right. I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, that yeah. that like more like I, I'm comfortable saying that he's a, he's scum of the earth. Of course he is. He signs he, he signs Skittles bags. No, even worse, he signs posters of Trayvon Martin's body. Does he? Yes. Oh, well, see, I, okay, well, yeah, 
Yeah, well, it's on site. So I'm surprised. Yeah. But I don't know. In my mind, I think that if someone did that to my family, I'd kill them. Yeah. I don't know. But you had me watch this movie and it's messed up because like mostly people are talking about the funniness of the the scene where where the guy talks about giving his friend some relief. Yeah. Yeah. He's just so matter of factly, but he's like, you know, it's just it's just like boys having fun. Or whatever whatever term he used. Kid stuff. Kid stuff. But also like he's like licking his lips and like <laughs> Like he yes. was clearly parched or something. <laughs> like he like while while telling this story. So, you know, and I truly believe that you need to laugh sometimes so you don't cry. This is true. This is very true. So like I wanna preface that yeah, like the fire festival scene about water and the scene about giving your and Marcus is holding a banana right no, I'm now. Not. No, I'm not. <laughs> I was. Like those scenes are funny. There is nothing funny about child abuse. There's no. nothing funny about the other stuff. Yeah. That's not funny. It's just it's when you take things out of context, like, damn, this dude this dude like gamed an entire family. Yeah. And it's like there's nonstop, endless amount of Netflix documentaries about this sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, what's crazy, this movie reminds me of two films, actually. This movie, it's by Pasolini. It's called Tiarima. And then it was loosely remade by Francois Ozon about 20-something years later called Sitcom. Where it's essentially about this, like... Well, the Tiarima, it's uh, Terrence Stamp, the, you know, the leader of the black leather guys in the Superman movies. Um, he kind of infiltrates this, like, family and one by one has his way with all the family members until, like, they kind of implode. And similar with sitcom, instead of a guy, it's actually a rat. This this family gets a pet rat, and then one by one, the family starts doing crazy shit. And it, and it really reminded me of um, uh, Abducted in Plain Sight, because it's true. It's about this guy, this, you know, he comes from this family's lives and just systematically tears them apart, like, one, one by one. Um, so. Yeah, and that, oh, that's making me think of, damn it. For some reason, it's really making me think of this movie, but I don't remember which movie it is. Who's in it? What's the... I can't. It's oh, like... Man. Oh, man. But, yeah. Movies. I wish I could think of it. That's either way. You know. Oh, oh. No, it almost reminds me of um, Killing of a Sacred Deer. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Was where, yeah, yeah. I'd say I so. mean, Killing of a Sacred Deer is, is a movie I really love. Yeah. Um, but also, like, sort of reminded me of, of the Errol Morris movie Tabloid. Yeah. Uh, with Joyce McKenney. Sure. And then also Buffalo 66, just because of, like, abduction. Okay. All good movies. Tabloid, Buffalo 66. Misery. Yeah. Just because, like, abdu- like, kidnapping, yeah. abduction. Yeah. yeah. Freeway 2. Freeway 2, wow. Shout out to Natasha Leone. And uh, and your boy, Vinny yeah, G. Yeah, yeah, Oh, two Vincent Gallo movies. Vincent Gallo, yeah. It's just like all the Vincent Gallo movies today. Yeah, yeah. Prince Vince, as he said on Graffiti Rock. Come on. When he, when he says that afterwards, it's very, 
It's very interesting. Yo, have you have you seen the new uh, Papillon movie? I haven't. It's it's so beautiful. Is it? Yeah, like Lebel's shot like, you know, like the original Papillon was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Because of where it's shot and like all the stuff. I saw I, that at Lincoln Center on the big screen. The original. Yeah. Papillon. Well, yeah, you just literally said you haven't seen the new one, so it would yeah. have been weird if you were like, I've Fair never enough. seen the movie, and then right. I actually saw the movie. Uh, yeah, I, I cleared that. Maybe someone would think I was lying. You lied! <laughs> Jesse. Never said nothing about him. <laughs> you gotta put that banana down, bro. What banana? Right now, it's just weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rami Malek, who's... Who will probably who might win the Oscar tonight for, for his her. performance of Austin Powers? <laughs> Are you haunted, baby? Do I make you Austin Powers, baby? That's what Eric Andre asked. <laughs> As he asked one's daughter when she was on the show. <laughs> uh, uh, apparently, there's going to be a craft punk special on Adult Swim. What? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I'm in. I mean, yeah, I'm. I don't know what Eric Andre can do. Like, I think his show has probably hit like a jackass Tom Green show level of fame. Where yeah. I don't know that it can still work yeah. the way it is. Yeah. So I think what he did, like with models of Instagram, mm-hmm. do you see that? Yeah, yeah. Which like was a little was a little too misogynistic for my taste. Mm. Um, but I think I think he's got to figure out a way to to. To pivot. Yeah. What did Arsenal say? Like something, 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 pivot. Winners pivot. Oh, I don't, I don't. Do you watch him versus Soul? No. I haven't, I haven't watched any battle raps recently. Do you see Bodied? <clears throat> I'm, I've not seen that movie. I refuse. Yeah, I did. I know, I, I know you did. I know. And that's all I can say about it. I saw it. I don't know if we want to maybe give, I'll give you time so we could really do an episode on it, but fighting with my family. How was it? Just saw it yesterday. It's really good. I'll watch it. Uh, for what it is. Yeah, I'd like cuz you're you're definitely going to you're going to really love it. And then we'll have like a a talk about it. Um but it, it's a, and it's also a movie I've been waiting a couple of years to see. Um but yeah. I, I I I will I will say, say no more. And uh finally, mm-hmm. Daddy's spending time with me. Uh hi Doug. Um you ever smoke PCP? No. Uh Friend of the show, Carlo, then mowed us some money to watch the Karazmaki movie, Ariel. Right. And I finally got around to watching it this morning. Very happy about that. I love this movie. Nice. I figured it makes sense. I mean, I just like, one, the cinematography, the color coding, um, the questionable morals of Finnish cinema. Yeah. Um, is it racist to compare it to Strazik? No, why would it be racist? I don't know. That was the thought I had. Although, much happier ending. Well, I was going to say, it's Strazik with a happy ending. Changed my mind. Look at the note. Nice. Um, My literal note Mm -hmm. was, it's Strazik with a happy ending. Changed my mind. So Ariel, spoilers, is about this dude, loses his job, he's given a car by his dad, and his last check. He loses his check getting robbed. Yeah. Tries to find work. Can't. Starts sleeping with a single mother. And then goes to jail. And then 
breaks out of jail with his serial killer friend. Yeah. Does a heist. Serial killer friend dies. And then he goes to Mexico with his wife and child. Yeah. And And it's so nihilistic. It's so, like, why? Who cares? Like, Like, he was in jail for a year. Yeah. Why he break out? I know. <clears throat> like, he has a very nihilistic quality to a lot of his movies. He's, he's very Bersonian in just the matter of fact way people act like, yes, uh-huh, hi, hello. And I do. And you saying his serial killer friend, I'm not going to butcher his last name, but Maddie, and, you know, he's he's literally the De Niro to, you know, uh, Karismaki. And for those of you, he's the cab driver in The Last Story and Jim Jarmusch's Night on Earth in the Helsinki Story. McConan. Because Jim Jarmusch and... Uh, Aki Karazmaki are good friends, but he's he was uh, until his, his until his passing he was gone way too soon. He's in a lot of Karazmaki's films. Yeah, and he's just like he's just like oh well, I can't really be in society because I'll kill people. Right. Like the movie's just very matter of fact. It reminds yeah. me of Strazik or Wanda or um, mm-hmm. Breaking the Waves. Also, funny story. Mm-hmm. Have you ever recommended? Um, the movie Breaking Away to someone and they accidentally rent Breaking the Waves. Holy shit. And they no, think, but and they, oh and my they, god. They think you're the weirdest person ever. Oh my god. No, Cause, but... Because Breaking Away is a wonderful Bildungsroman yeah. about this kid who wants to be a famous bike bike rider. Yeah, a cyclist. Cyclist. Yeah. Great movie. A young, uh, a young Dennis Quaid. Yeah, would you a argue? Kelly, uh, older Kelly from Bad News Bears. Yeah, do you like that movie? Daniel Stern. I do like that movie. Yeah, My so dad really liked that. My dad liked that movie a lot. It's just, I a, liked it's it. just a nice slice of life movie. You yeah. know, speak. You know, we were talking to Sloane Leung about how sometimes slice of life is real nice. Yeah. Breaking the Waves is about a woman who, to satisfy her husband's desire, starts having multiple partners, and it ruins a small town. And it ends brutally. Yeah, very brutally. I hate that movie because of how it makes me feel. <clears throat> sure. Fuck you, Danish director. I said it. Rest in peace, uh, Katrin Cartledge, who's she plays um, the sister-in-law in that film. She was uh, a somewhat regular of Mike Lee's. She was a really good actress. And uh, she's also starred in my friend Lodge Kerrigan's film, Claire Dolan. And she passed away way too soon. Um, yeah. She had some stuff come, you know, she was going to be in Dogville. She was going to do some other stuff, but she passed from pneumonia, actually. So, yeah. That sucks. But she, in a way, she's almost like the, um, oh, shit, I feel so bad. I'm forgetting his name. Who's the actor from Deer Hunter, Godfather 1 and 2? Um, Dog Day Afternoon. Dog Day Afternoon, yeah. Who kind of has this, like, perfect filmography. Katrin, perfect. Katrin and Car- and also, is, also dated Meryl Streep. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, can you look... Because yeah, people are screaming at the, uh, at the at the title right now. Yeah, um, that's okay. They can scream all they want. Yeah, that's true. There John Cazale. John Cazale, yeah. Because, you know... Katrin, my my favorite scene in that movie is when they're in Vietnam and Christopher Walken is like, You know, I'm a real deer hunter. <laughs> 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 anyway, I'm just she had her, you know, Claire Dolan breaking the waves naked. Like she's got career girls. She's got all, you know, a great filmography. But um, yeah, I you know, but I, I want to go back to Ariel because that. But that I want to I want to oh. say one thing. Okay. I a couple like a year ago I saw Breaking the Waves the opera. Oh right. So yeah. so Breaking the Waves is one of the most popular uh, new 
operas. Mm-hmm. So it's in, so the libretto is in English. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the film is very operatic. Mm-hmm. So it really, it does work. Though I, I, it does work. I don't know why I'm saying it like Christopher Walken <laughs> or uh, Joey from Blossom. Whoa. Um, <laughs> whoa, I just need some relief. Whoa. No, um, no, no. <laughs> kissing, kissing. Anyways, um, it, it does really work even though I, I'm not sure I, I'm into opera that's not in older languages. Sure. Back, yeah, back to Ariel. It was, it's part of a trilogy of movies unconnected, but just like a tr- just like the... The, proletari- but, but, the proletariat. Yeah, but just like how Breaking the Waves is part of a trilogy. Um, I th- have you seen Shadows in Paradise? No. You would, I think like you would enjoy that movie more than Ariel. I, that's, I, from the, that's from I the that. proletariat? Yes, it is. Yeah, I mean, I plan on seeing more of this guy's movie. Like, I didn't. I ended up seeing that movie and was like, "Oh, this is cool." Have you ever seen the nineteen seventy eight film Girlfriends? No. Yeah, what is Carl, that? that was another Carlo movie. Movie that Carl was trying to get me to see. That was like a movie that Stanley Kubrick liked. Oh. He was like, I think one of the most interesting Hollywood films, well, not Hollywood American films that I've seen in a long time, is Claudia Wells' Girlfriends. That film, I thought, was one of the very rare American films that I would compare with the serious, intelligent, sensitive writing and filmmaking that you find in the best directors in Europe. It was not a success. I don't know why. It should have been. Certainly, I thought it was a wonderful film. It seemed to make no compromise the inner truth of the story, you know, the theme and everything else. Hmm. Okay. So it's a movie I've been meaning to see, but, you know, there's so many movies to see. Especially in the seventies alone, there's so many random gems from the seventies that are still, you know, probably hiding around. So, um, yeah. So, like, I like I like this movie. Like a lot of wide shots, not a lot of close ups. Like muted but colorful, um, dilapidation. Like it's just like you like lose your job and you get caught up, lost in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like. They say like like Wanda, you know. Yeah, yeah, I said that. Um, you know, the movie reminded me of this quote by Henry Miller, who said, uh, "I have no money, no resources, no hopes. I am the happiest man alive." Mm. That was like the vibe I got from this movie. Um, I'm definitely gonna check out his other movies. I don't know a lot about him. Yeah. You would. It's. Uh, I hate being that guy, but yes, I do think his earlier stuff is better than his more recent stuff. Um, but is he know. still making films? Yeah, he just made a movie a couple years ago. Um, damn, what was the name of it? Oh, I forgot the name of it. Yeah, in two thousand sixteen, no, two thousand seventeen. Yeah, it's about the um, this uh, Middle Eastern fellow who uh, emigrates to I forgot what country. <clears throat> oh, what's the name of that? I forgot the name of it. But yeah, he still makes movies. And before that, he made La Havre, which uh, he, he's, he's definitely more... He's been tackling a lot of head-on social issues recently between La Havre and his last movie that I just I can't remember the name of. But all his shit in the 80s, most of the 90s, his stuff is really, really good. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely... I mean, as, as a pretty left-leaning person, um, I... Anything called a proletariat trilogy is going to be something that I'm interested in. Yeah. So I'm excited. It was very good. Um, you would also, whenever you have free time, he's a good filmmaker to go into a YouTube rabbit hole with as far as interviews go. Because his movie, he's a art house darling. He's totally in that world. But him as a person, 
he's a super blue collar like beer drinking guy who like in one interview like one interview in written form would be like yeah he'll say like oh i love Truffaut," and then like this he'll do a video like a video interview and be like so you're a fan of Truffaut? like i don't like Truffaut's movies like he'll just straight up say that when it's like uh i just like beer and, and i watch tv like he's he's a weird yeah, I mean, interesting guy i mean that's what i like about it is that the film is very like not stylish <laughs> not at all it's just like yeah. here the this is this thing happening here's this guy very nihilistic very like whatever um one thing like there are parts of it where i was like yo this looks like it's filmed in toronto or something yeah and it reminded me of and we talked about this a little before but i, I don't know how much it happens but like one of my favorite parts of strojic mm-hmm. is when they get to america because mm-hmm. i like the lens of a foreign movie that's in america yeah yeah so like watching like they're clearly in pennsylvania or some shit yep <clears throat> and like seeing the seeing like the foreign film oh is it Pens- the, it's some random midwest no I thought it was like Milwaukee what a, it's some random it's any, like anywhere USA to some degree kind of but like how often does that happen like foreign films that take place in the US right yeah and I like I like that I like the switch I like the juxtaposition uh he he made one Aki Karazmaki made a movie like that um who are the oh it's the uh the Leningrad he made a Leningrad Cowboys movie where they go to uh America so he he he's in that room. I'm not the biggest fan of that movie, but you know. do you know what they call uh, Jersey Shore in Japan? Oh, I knew, I yes, but I forgot. Macaroni Rascals. So yeah, yeah. My girlfriend told me that. That's my favorite. It makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I really wish there was a movie called Macaroni Rascals. It's it's a different movie in my head. It's a totally different movie in my head. Yeah. But yeah, so that reminds me, we still need to do this episode of the In the Company of Men. Oh shit, yeah. Um, but like, the movie, yeah. not like trying to help the release when you're in the company of men. Um, That'll but, do it. No, we'll go ahead. Uh, it's been a wonderful episode. Thank you, Carlo. Thank you, all of our listeners. We're back. Buy our sweatshirts. Yeah. Our t-shirts or whatever. Send us money. We'll talk about a movie of, of that that you wants to talk about. I don't think we should do it. We should set up a Patreon that makes us more money. Okay, then it we'll, does, we'll do it that. Doesn't, it doesn't pay to give us ten bucks to talk about a movie. Sure. We'll, we'll pay that yo, SoundCloud bill. Right. True. And you know, a bunch of you guys offered to to help us write descriptions, but then it never happened. So we'll still take that offer. Um. And yeah, you guys think we should do a Patreon? Help us, man. We yeah. need some extra income, dog. Definitely. I walked in and I was fucking your dad. <laughs> when I first stepped on a scene, niggas was petrified. Jetified to the lab like they were bitches by homicide. My rap flow does you right to Cal and it will never steer you wrong. And all you bitch ass niggas in the industry, your careers won't be lasting long.
up that it like stimulation inside ya Cause I'll be that house of provider for pie in the prime That be deep as a facade and adventure Niggas need to touch they freaking temperature For the second, that be spreading with the quickness Remedies, cousin, I be doing on my enemy Penalty, then I drink 40 to their memories Emotion, crossing through your town street vicinity Blood smoke in the air, it fills my head <laughs> Let me hear you say stimuli. 